Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You From Eve. Today I'm here with Nikki, who is someone I found on Instagram. She has the best fitness page, honestly, ever. So I'm so excited to have her here and talk to her. Nikki, do you want to do a little introduction? Well, thank you for that. Hey guys, my name is Nikki. I'm 22 years old. I'm from Southern Orange County, California. I have a nine to five corporate job that I work from home, but I also own my own activewear brand called Nikki Font Activewear. And I do social media on the side, which is where she found me on Instagram. I post workouts and motivation and I basically am active every single day. And that is what I want to pursue like full-time in life, the dream job. And I think it's so interesting also, and just so impressive that you work a full-time corporate job and do this, because I feel like for a lot of people, they feel like they have to choose one or the other. When you were in college, did you feel like a lot, maybe a little bit of pressure and you were like, oh my gosh, you probably just pursue one. How can I do both? So when I was in college, I studied business administration with an emphasis in marketing. So I always thought I was going to do something business related, but my goal was to get like that nine to five corporate job. Like that was my end goal at the time. And my like sophomore going into junior year of college, I did an internship with this company and it went really well. And they ended up offering me a position like that end of that summer. And I was like, I'm only going to be a junior. Like I still have two years left, but this was like my absolute dream job. So I was able to finish college a year early by doing like 21 units in the fall and then nine in the winter, 21 in the spring, and then like 12 in that summer and overlap, like starting full time within all of that to make it happen. So I mean, I loved it and everything about it, but once COVID happened and we started working from home, I was like, what am I supposed to do with my life? It was like not going to an office. So that kind of is what made me start like the fitness page to hold myself accountable once soccer ended and kind of do that route. And now I feel like, I mean, I love doing social media and have like being my own boss. So I'm kind of between both right now, trying to figure out which one I want to stick with. Yeah, I played soccer too. What position were you in soccer? I was center mid and center defender. Oh yeah, that's so funny. I feel like a lot of people I talk to, I never meet like soccer players anymore. So I played soccer from like three years old, like basically when you can start playing a sport, Mm -hmm. three until through college. So once I finished with college, I was like, what do I do with my life? Like I didn't know. I was still playing soccer on my own for the workout, but I was like, what's the purpose of practicing if I'm never going to like actually compete? in a match again so that's why I started lifting weights so I very first started last I want to say like COVID year like last April and that was the first time I ever picked up a weight and it was very ugly at first so I've definitely come a long way but lifting is definitely my new like sport that I find really fun yeah and and honestly it is really fun I stopped playing um soccer in high school actually I remember I wanted to play in college and then I kind of was like you know what like I don't want to be overwhelmed with internships and classes and this and that so I remember I was like okay that's just going to be like the end I'm in my junior year of college right now and I just started working out like it's almost been a year. I started working out in January again and I was doing strength training and cardio and everything. So I played sports in high school and I remember I loved competition. And so when I graduated and I was in college and I was going to the gym, I was like, there's no comp in the beginning of when I was going to the gym, all I did was cardio and abs, just like a typical beginner person who's like, I just want to lose weight and I'm going to do cardio and abs. Definitely have grown a lot since then. But I remember just being like, okay, I've played sports my whole life, soccer, basketball, now I'm at the gym by myself. Like it doesn't compare. It's not the same. 
And as soon as I started strength training, it felt like I was in competition again, just obviously with myself. And I think that's honestly just like, I think it's strength training is something that scares girls because they're like, I don't want to get bulky and I don't want to this. What's your advice when it comes to girls that are afraid to start strength training because they're afraid of what their body will end up looking like? So the, the main reason why I started my fitness page was because I wanted a platform that I wish I could have looked up to when I started my lifting journey, because I believed in all of the fitness myths. I also used to run seven days a week, no rest days, four to six miles a day, only did abs, like barely ate anything. I was like miserable, but I thought that's what working out was. I like, didn't know that it could actually be used as an outlet and have like body recomposition by lifting weights and stuff like that. So bulking not even not even bulking but the word bulking I genuinely think that that is just like a myth you will not if you lift weights you will not become like that massive bodybuilder looking like like woman that's really thick like basically what is in our head of what we perceive people who lift weights to look like that are women you won't look like that unless you train like super hard five plus years and you're taking like extreme supplements and eating like a dangerous amount of food Mm -hmm. to get that big like our female bodies don't have the testosterone levels to support that like bulky manly look so by lifting weights like you're actually just going to kind of put your like female curves more on display like that's the way you're gonna grow your glutes are gonna grow your legs might grow more because women are just like genetically we put on more on our lower body because we are females and like we're made to bear children. So we have wider hips and how all of that goes, but definitely like if you're looking into lifting weights, don't be scared because it will blow your mind and like eating more food on top of lifting weights won't make you bulky unless you're like consuming a dangerous amount of food. So don't believe the fitness myths. Yeah. I feel like people don't realize how difficult it really is to get like super muscular like I just started strength training and when I say strength training I'm not doing anything professional with like a trainer or anything I just mean like me personally just started working with weights and everything opposed to just doing 15 minute ab workouts and running on the treadmill as women we're so wrapped around the fact of I don't want to look like I'm strong and I and I simply like I feel like I was like that at one point for sure where I went through a little phase where I was like I just want to be skinny I don't want to look like I'm strong I don't want to look like I have muscle but now I feel like after I started working out I'm like yeah I want to look like I'm strong like I want to look like someone that can defend myself when I'm walking on the street I think as I started working out not only did it help my like happiness levels but it also made me feel more confident in the fact that I have a healthy body and I didn't care so much about what I look like you know that's just something that comes on the side that's like a plus but the way that working out makes you feel and the confidence it brings you I feel like isn't spoken about as much because people are just so wrapped around the fact of I just want to lose weight and be a little bit toned. What kind of mindset did you have before and after you got into your strength training slash fitness journey? So before I started, I was all, all soccer based. So when I started working out on my own after soccer ended, I was, like I said, running four to six miles a day, only doing abs. I viewed working out kind of as a punishment, like we, like you need to run more because you ate this yesterday. And Mm -hmm. I was hard on myself for eating certain things. But once I started lifting weights and seeing actual results, like my goal in the beginning was to get a butt because I was like pretty pancake before. So like putting in the effort and focusing not only on changing my body, but on like like getting better form than the day before consistently being better than myself from the previous day. That was my goal. 
and the body followed. So I was never hard on myself and I made sure that I didn't have the perspective of like, you know, shrink yourself or look smaller or, you know, attain this perfect body the next day. I knew it was going to take time and, you know, I like fell in love with the process. So like by seeing results every single week, it motivated me more to actually keep eating clean, keep eating more and keep like pushing heavier weight as I got stronger. And now, I mean, I still have my ups and downs as I go, but I am so much more knowledgeable in this realm. And I think it's been so amazing to see like the DMs and the emails coming in from girls saying that like I've inspired them to pick up a weight or now like they don't have an eating disorder anymore because they realize that eating actually doesn't, you know, make you get big. It's just like your body needs it to survive. So there's been a lot of really awesome like testimonials I've gotten from people that just keep making me want to be better every day. Yeah, for sure. And when you say like you started eating clean, because for me personally, I think maybe a lot of people struggle with this is when we first get into working out and this is just my story. And I know that a lot of people go through this because they don't really know where to start when they're working out. When I had started working out and I was doing cardio and abs and then started doing butt and whatever, my body, because when I first started working out was all about what am I going to look like in three months? If I work out every day for three months, I didn't care about how I was going to feel. I didn't care about how I was going to change other aspects of my life. All I cared about was how am I going to look? And the problem is, is that I was working out like three to five times a week, but my diet stayed the complete same. I was still eating the same amount. I was still not eating that great. I was still consuming a lot of carbs and gluten and dairy and everything. Did you start eating clean like at a young age is something you picked up after you were like, okay, I'm not seeing any progress from working out. Like maybe I should start eating healthy. Growing up. I kind of just ate whatever I wanted. I was always like, people would call me the mooch in high school because I would eat my lunch and then anything they didn't finish, I would also eat their food. So <laughs> I play, like, I played soccer all the time. So I was always hungry, literally training seven days a week. And you know how soccer practices go. They're like two and a half hours. Yeah. Running like it's nonstop and I was younger so my metabolism was just like eat anything in sight and it will kind of go where it needs to go I was not skinny I was definitely on like you know the stronger side as a kid Mm -hmm. growing up like I was kind of like a tank if you will when I was younger but it was like I was never insecure about that but once I hit like my senior year of high school my digestion just kind of like stopped like I wouldn't go to the bathroom for like like seven days at some points. And I was like, okay, something's not right. So I like, that was a very interesting time because I developed like a fear of eating because I knew it was just going to sit in my stomach and not go anywhere. So I was like, you know, I don't want to put something in here. That's going to make me feel even more sick. So I was like only eating watermelon and only eating Turkey. And obviously that's not sustainable and not healthy, but I genuinely was, I don't know what's wrong with my digestive system. So it ended up being long story short from like stress related and anxiety related. So that's all better now. But I think my senior year of high school, freshman year of college was like a big turning point to what am I even putting in my body and how is my body going to react to it? And that drove me to eating cleaner where I was eating a little bit too clean for a while. And now, now it's definitely a balance. I try to focus on like whole foods. Like, am I going to eat a cookie now and again? Yes. Like I'm human. So I'm going to eat what tastes good, but I definitely make sure to have like protein, carbs, fat in every meal. I'm not afraid of bread. I'm not afraid of like carbs is the most important to me when trying to put on muscle. So I have a great relationship with food, but I've definitely kind of been on different points of the spectrum to figure out what works for my specific body. 
Yeah. And I think honestly, it's always going to take a journey to get to a balanced diet. Like when I was in high school, I never cared about what I ate, but I was actually like super late bloomer. I was like 4'10 and like 70 pounds my freshman year. And going into varsity soccer when you're 4'10 and 70 pounds is terrifying because yeah. no one else is that height. Like everyone else is like towering over you. And I remember like every single night I'd have like pastas and bananas. Like I used to eat so much food because I was like, I have to get big. I have to get strong. Like I have to gain so much weight. I had a huge, I graduated at like five, five. Like I had a huge growth spurt within those four years. But I remember in high school, it's so funny because I was only focused on, I want to eat a lot so I could be strong and beat these girls in soccer and basketball that are bigger than me. Like, I don't want to get run over anymore and be scared of like, be scared of the girls that I verse, whatever. So I was so trained to just eat, to fuel myself. And then I graduated high school and I wasn't playing sports. And the first two years of college, I was so stressed out and kind of just like a little bit depressed. It was, I've always dealt with acne and I went on like birth control for it and it made me super, super depressed. And then I was really not focusing on my diet because I was eating through sadness and anxiety and just stress eating. And I remember like, I just was at such a low point in my life until quarantine happened. And I learned about what it meant to eat whole foods and to make smoothies with all these like veggies and fruits that end up affecting your mood and energy throughout the day without you even knowing. And it just took such a change. And honestly, my life changed through influencers on Instagram. And I think that's so funny because people will always be like, social media is so horrible for you. And I think it definitely can be in some aspects, but I think that the wellness and fitness community ever since quarantine of 2020 has completely switched to at least most accounts to such a realistic page, such a realistic lifestyle girls who can now post themselves working out six days a week. And then the seventh day they're like, I'm exhausted. I'm not getting up. We never normalized that. I feel like until this year. And I honestly think that's why I got into wellness and fitness is because I saw all these influencers on Instagram doing these amazing things. So when you start to open your Instagram page, like, I just want to tell you what you do really does make a difference. And I know that sometimes when you're just posting, you don't really realize. And I'm the same way. Like I post a po- podcast twice a week. I'm not thinking about who's listening to it or who's being affected to it until you get that one DM and you're like, oh my God, like someone looks at my stuff. Like someone likes my work. Someone got inspired by me today. So how did you get into an Instagram page? Like you were into fitness. When did you decide I want to take on something else? So I, when, like I said, when lockdown first happened, it was like, I went from taking 21 units of school, being a full-time college athlete, also working my corporate job like three times per week. Like I was like part-time at the, while I was finishing up school, but it was, it was full throttle to zero because I graduated. So no more school, no more soccer. I'm working my corporate job from home. And we're still trying to figure out how to even do corporate from home. So essentially in the first couple of weeks, we weren't really doing anything. It was like, let's just figure out how to use a laptop at your house or whatever. So I was, I was scared that I was going to go through like identity crisis and like, what am I supposed to do with my life? Like no one knew what COVID even was. So it was in April of 2020 that my brother and I both live at home with our parents and we were playing like a video game in his room and we were like, what are we going to do with all of our free time? Like we can take up so many hobbies on the side because we both work for the same corporate job. So we were just kind of getting acclimated with everything. And so little rewind, I used to have a fitness page when I was in college and it was called Nikita fitness. Like my name isn't even Nikita, it's Nicole, <laughs> but like, it was kind of like my, 
not my alter ego, but let me have a page that no one can really know it's me, but I'm kind of yeah. going to do what is a hobby of mine. So that was a very toxic page. It only had like maybe a thousand followers, which was a, a lot for a hobby page at the time. But yeah. I was, it was not realistic. I was only posting really clean recipes that like, we know I didn't really eat, but I was like, this is a fitness page. You can only post clean and post these workouts because this is what the girls are supposed to do. But like, I didn't do it and I had no idea what I was doing. So my brother was like, you should start a fitness page again. But like, instead of posting in other brands, you should start your own brand and like, you know, give it to the other fitness girls out there. And I was like, that's a really good idea. Mm -hmm. So that really stuck with me. That's kind of how, like, I literally started a fitness page the next day. Like that night I was like getting all my photos together, like figuring out how to do that. And then I ended up starting Nikki Font Activewear like two months after that. I was like nonstop every night learning how to create a website and how to run a business. Like ever since I started it, it's only been me. Like I'm the only investor in my company I'm the only employee of my company like all of that is just me so this is me in my activewear and you can see it on me like basically it's my marketing way and then that way through my fitness page I ended up meeting so many awesome fitness girls and sent them my stuff just to kind of wear and be like hey we're in this together and it scaled the business and it also scaled my my fitness page so the fitness page I started in November of last year so it hasn't even been a year yet with the, with the fitness page. So it's been growing like crazy, which is amazing. That's insane that it has not been a year. Like if you look at your page, you're thinking this girl has been here for three, four years. And yeah, I did definitely want to talk about your activewear because it's just honestly like you're just insane. You're like, I work full time, nine to five. I have an Instagram page. Let me add something else to my plate. Like that is yeah. so funny to me. Yeah, your activewear is so cute. I was looking at the Instagram um, when I first followed you on Instagram, I saw it was in your bio. So I went on to it and I was stalking it and it's so cute. I saw Olivia on it. Who's I actually had on the show. She was really great too. How'd you meet her? Olivia Pulling, right? Yeah. I don't, okay. So, um, that's really funny. You bring her up because when I started my fitness page, I think I had maybe like 300 followers at the time. Like I was a nobody compared to like all the other girls that had been in the game for a while because she's been in the game for like I don't even know, maybe like four or five years now with that page. Mm -hmm. But I found her through my brother who was like, this girl like trains at Dog Pound. She's in LA. Like basically the only other fitness person that like my my brother knew. And he was like my only like friend at the time because, you know, we couldn't see anybody. Mm -hmm. So he showed me her page. I ended up following her and sent, she was the very first person that I sent ActiveWar to, to be like, oh, wow. hey, can something and can you just like, you don't even have to post it. Just take a picture and send it to me so I can use it on my website or whatever. And I sent her something. She ended up loving it. And then I was like, you know what? We should try to do like a collaboration. I had no idea what that even was. I was like, let's just like, maybe you come to my house and we can film a workout on the side of my house and like post it because I noticed that like a lot of the girls that follow me also follow you. Mm -hmm. And she was like, you know what? Let's do it. So she drove all the way down from LA, like an hour and a half to my house and we filmed a little workout like in my activewear and it was just like, I mean, we look back at it now and it was like such a dinky little, like, you know, let's toss a medicine ball to each other and do a yeah. squat or whatever. But that, that one video that I posted made another fitness girl from San Diego. Her name is Tamara. She was like, Oh my gosh, I want to come to the next hangout. And cause she followed both of us. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I'm actually having a photo shoot next weekend. Olivia's going to be here. Why don't you come be in it? 
and we can like get dinner after. And she was like, okay, I'm down. She had like, you know, 10,000 followers at the time. So I was like, wow, like these girls are in the same thing as me. They're big and they actually want to like kind of be my friend and do things with me. Us three, they were in my photo shoot with like maybe eight other girls. And then all the followers that followed Tamara and Olivia and me were like, oh my gosh, I love seeing you guys together. And literally by hanging out with Olivia and then Olivia, Tamara, and Nikki, we like formulated this friend group where I've met probably like 12 fitness girls from, you know, 15,000 followers to 400,000 followers. Like I've been meeting them yeah. because they see that we all hang out with each other. And I think that's the best part is like forming these real friendships that we have things in common, which is like fitness and wanting to be the better version of ourselves. And we've been meeting in person. Like a girl has flown to see me and stayed with me for a week. I've stayed in LA with a different girl from like New York, like stuff like that, which has been super awesome. I'm like jealous. I want to move to Los Angeles. <laughs> and like, I'm, I literally think that making friends that are also in the fitness and wellness journey, I think can be really difficult as a girl, honestly. And I'm not trying to like, you know, like shit on girls and be like, you guys have to start working out more and getting into fitness. But it is a little bit more difficult to find girls who are super into fitness and wellness, at least for me, maybe in Los Angeles, it's a little bit different because I feel like a lot of people there are super healthy. But like for me personally, I don't see a ton of girls at the gym, you know, so it's always been really difficult for me to make friends who are also in the wellness and fitness journey. And I think that it helps so much because number one, you grow your platform. Number two, you learn so much more when you have someone else there, like there's things they know that you don't know and that you know that they don't know. And you kind of just bounce off each other and learn so much more. And you're so much more motivated when you have someone else on your side to like motivate you to your goals and motivate you through your journey. So honestly, definitely don't take that for granted. I think that's so amazing. And I've met girls on Instagram for sure that are into fitness and wellness, but I've never lived close enough, I guess you could say, or taken the step to be like, let's move Like, let's hang out. Like, let's do this together. So I think it's really awesome that you guys did that and it forms such a good friendship. So that's awesome. Well, believe it or not, real quick on this topic. Um, so I live, wait, where do you live? What state? I live in New Jersey. Okay. So so I'm in Orange County, California. That's about an hour and a half from LA. And that Olivia is the only girl out of like the 12 that I've met that is from LA. And even then she's from Ohio, wow. but she has LA. And I was like, hey, like you should come down. She didn't really know that many people, but all the other girls I've met have like, they've flown in from New York, Ohio. San Diego's like two hours in the opposite direction of LA from me. Yeah. But they've been from like Michigan, like the most random states, not random, but like they're not from California and they'll fly in and either like stay on their own in LA because like, you know, it is good up there to like go to these gyms and stuff that we've been going to. But a lot of them, we just like, they come here because that's where I live. And it kind of just makes sense because there's more happening in this area than in their specific state. But mm-hmm. Olivia's the only one that I've met that is actually like living in LA. That's crazy. I've been to Los Angeles and I've been to, I've been to Los Angeles, but like, I didn't really like explore it as much as I should have because I was there for a wedding, but then I was also in San Diego this past summer. I loved San Diego. Um, Have you been to San Diego? I loved Coronado. Yeah. So I've been, I've played soccer all down there. So I've been in like the random little areas, but I think Gaslamp, which is like the hub of city of San Diego, that's like the most fun area. And it's, it's, so it's similar to LA, but it's, there's like no homeless. It is 
pretty clean, very trendy. Like you can walk around kind of wearing whatever you want and you won't get like cat colds or anything like that. So San Diego is a really, really cute town and it's very young. So I think yeah, it's becoming sure. a spot to go. Gasland was really cute. Um, obviously in New Jersey, the only place we go is New York. So I'm always just used to the city. If you're ever in New York, tell me. We'll totally meet up and like grab lunch or something, maybe do a workout class there. I'm always in New York. I went to school in New York for a little bit until I transferred because of COVID. But if you're ever in New York, let me know if I'm ever back. I've always wanted to go to the OC, honestly. Is there anything there? Or do people just like hype it up because of the shows? No, it's like... I, I think it's a hidden gem. First of all, we're a little bubble. So uh, Orange County is maybe, I don't know exactly how big, it, how big it would be, but we have, do you know what like Laguna Beach is? Yeah, Newport I've heard Beach. of it. So all of our beaches differ from honestly every other beach on the coast because we're cliffs. So we have houses on the cliffs and then you walk down like all these stairs and then you're on the beach, but the sand is not like, you know, two miles long to walk on the sand to finally get to the water like it is in LA or in Huntington or kind of San Diego too. Mm-hmm. So it's gorgeous. Like we have cliffs and coves and little caves that you could go into and the water is like pretty clear if you compare it to the ones in LA. So it's definitely a place to visit that not a lot of people come to because a lot of people think that California is LA or LA is California. Yeah. But if someone were to visit, I would be like, no, like you sure go to LA and like see the clubs or whatever. I mean, that's not my style. I honestly don't like going up to LA, but there's two gyms that I go to for like collaborations and meeting people, which is amazing. But I'm trying to get my friends that live in LA to come visit Orange County because I genuinely think that they're missing out on like what's over here. Yeah, for sure. And I love, we went to Torrey Pines in San Diego and I feel like that has a little bit of a similar vibe of what you're talking about in OC. Like coves and caves and just like views of the ocean and I love that so much and I I don't know if I would ever say like I would be there over in New York because New York is like my baby like I feel like if you like live in New York or you were in New York a long time you can't put any cities above it like we're so stubborn with that but I really did love San Diego and I've always wanted to visit the OC even if it was like the thing with me is I hate visiting like I'm on vacation like I I want to lifestyle it for a week you know what I mean Totally. Like get an Airbnb and don't stay in like, don't stay at a hotel and don't stay in like the city, like stay yeah. at like maybe minutes away from the city and find an Airbnb and pretend like, you know, you're living there and then get a day pass at a gym instead of staying at like a hotel gym kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what I tried to do because I went to San Diego with friends. So we got a, we got a house on, on Airbnb and I tried to kind of like live the lifestyle and I was like we went on a run in the morning we like ran around San Diego to grab a coffee and like I just kind of tried to like live I like had my homework there and stuff like it was a whole thing but that's like my thing when it comes to traveling do you have your own place in the OC or do you live with your family I currently so I graduated college in 2020 so I finished a year early so I'm only 22 but Mm -hmm. I still live at home. The goal next year is to buy a place. I don't want to rent. So that's why I'm still at home. Kind of just like, well, you're also super young. Right. So my age itself is very young, but I feel like my mind is like late twenties of how like, and like, you know, especially starting working corporate at 19, like all of my employees were like 50 for the most part. Yeah. So like, you know, trying to keep up with them, like, doing happy hours and all that stuff or trying to get into happy hours because I wasn't 21 while working corporate in the beginning. So 
I live at home. Yeah. But the goal is to get a place next year because I need to expand the activewear. And I just I personally need more space. But I would love to stay in Orange County. That's just something that I'm figuring out. I don't know. I don't know where I want to be yet. That's like I could see five years into the future, but the location is the only fuzzy thing. And that's it's bothering me. So I need to figure that out. I agree. I feel like we're kind of on the same same wavelength because I'm 21 and I feel like I'm 27 on the mind where I like expect myself to be in an apartment already. But then when you look at most 21 year olds, you're like, okay, maybe I should slow down. Like I don't need to put so much pressure on myself. And I'm also the same way when it comes to not like going out and going to clubs and stuff. I'm so not into that scene. And I think especially at our age, 21, 22, 23, everyone expects you to. And so when you don't want to, you're like, am I weird? Like, should I be going out? Like, and it it kind of like, it's, it's honestly so annoying to be around people who are like, you're not going to go out. You're so lame. You're so boring. And you're like, like, those are my least favorite people. So I love when I record these podcasts and I talk to people who are just like me and I'm like, good, you know what? Next time my friends yell at me for not going out, I'm going to bring up Nikki and how she doesn't want to go out (laughs) either. Like I, that's like one of my biggest pet peeves. And when people say that, so I always love when I'm talking to a guest and they're the same way. Um, but yeah, I'm the same way as you are. I'm always like, I never know where to live. I live with my family too. I, in school, I graduate next year. So I always just think to myself, like, do I want to live alone? Should I just stay home and like pay off my student loan debt and then like move out when I'm married? Like, I always kind of just try to think of like what my plan is. I would definitely love to live on my own in an apartment. But then part of me is also like, should I just wait till I get married so that it's not like money I'm wasting, I guess you could say stuff like that. It's like, it's a whole thing. And yeah, I don't know where I'd want to live. I think the goal is New York, but it's very tough to live in New York if you're not like a millionaire. So I gotta, gotta speed it up because I've been, I was looking at apartments in New York at one point just for fun, just to manifest it for myself. And my boyfriend was looking at apartments in New York too. And I was just like, this is insane to get a decent washer and dryer and bathroom. Like a decent one is like over like 7,000 a month already. Like, Oh my gosh. Oh no. It's if you go to Zillow and you look at places in New York, like good luck their kitchens <laughs> will be the size of like I, I can't even like picture like their kitchens are so small it's normally just one table with a little like cabinet underneath or like a little minute fridge fridge underneath and that's it they are so small and like that will get you like five thousand dollars a month in New York it's disgusting how expensive it is there wow that yeah no it's crazy <laughs> and like I don't want to move out if I'm just gonna move like and like waste for a shoebox yeah yeah exactly so I don't know we'll we'll see where that takes us but that's awesome that you want to look into that too I think with the way that your Instagram page is growing and the fact that you're in corporate and the fact that you also have your own brand with activewear that's amazing is there anything else on your mind that you're kind of interested in and you'd want to get interested like start up like a hobby so I'm actually working on so everything kind of uh, like essentially ties back into the fitness page so Mm -hmm. Fitness page is one with brand deals. That's like one source of income. And then I have the activewear brand, which is like, you know, what I wear for everything on the fitness page. So that goes hand in hand. I am currently working on launching an app, which is for like workouts, recipes, kind of all that stuff, macro calculation guides, like <clears throat> what I have on my website, but in an app form. I have a meeting with that main guy actually today, later in the day. So that's another, another, um, what's the word another angle that I'm coming at the fitness page with but 
I do also have podcasts in the back of my mind. Am I going to do it at this very moment? No, because I want to get updated. <laughs> yes, do it, do it. Like, oh my God, it's I, it's, it's definitely in, in my brain. And I think that's something I would want to tackle like with my boyfriend and have like the like couple's perspective because he's a sniper in the Marine Corps and he'll be out soon, gets back Oh my next God, month. so cool. Well, so Tom, I said I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will. Um, but I think that's something that people would actually want to like listen to or even ask questions about because a lot of like the unknown is like, you know, what do people do in the military and what does a sniper do when he's in the Middle East during yeah. combat? I don't even know if he'd want to talk about that, but I think it's something that's kind of like a flex and he should you know have a, a mini platform so if we did that together and like made it couple based like fitness couple and how we started our life young and blah 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 I think that would be in the near future maybe in the next like the two three year plan for a podcast but other than that I need to get everything else you know situated yeah, so cool how long have you guys been dating it's been almost exactly two and a half years which awesome. has flown by yeah yeah so oh my God, that's so cool he's been gone for six months and he gets back next month and he won't tell me the day so i'm i'm scared okay we totally don't have to talk about this but if you don't mind how do you what do you do like are you kind of just like you know what like this gives me more time to work on myself i don't really let it get me down that like can't be with him because we're both just on our own journeys right now and then we're gonna like see each other at the end of the day how is that something you get through so first of all like anyone who is dating someone in the military respects you because it is so difficult you they don't have a schedule they're basically like a subject to the government they can get called at any moment just to go into work have a 24-hour 48-hour shift all of a sudden like they you don't make plans in advance you say hey I'm free this weekend we should go on a date but like even never know if it's still going to be set and that's the most frustrating thing for me because I'm very type a OCD I like to plan I like to know what I'm getting myself into so my boyfriend this is not like he's only doing four years which is one term if he was pursuing it like as a career like he knows this too like I couldn't be with him like I couldn't I couldn't actually like date and be military girlfriend military wife because it's just so it's so difficult and stressful you know when he's gone on deployment every day he's like yeah I'm just you know working out eating we're just chilling and then he'll come back and be like so do you want to know what I actually did and I'm like you know what no like I don't (laughs) but like you just you just don't know. So yeah. if you're someone that is debating dating someone in the military, like definitely take that into consideration that it's not going to be easy. Long distance, on the other hand, I think that long distance is actually kind of healthy. I think I'm doing it at an extreme where like we won't see each other for a six month deployment. And for like two of the months out of this summer, like we had absolutely no communication. Like we couldn't text, we couldn't call, we couldn't email, like there was nothing. And that was like, really difficult. Like, I feel like that's the saddest and like, honestly, most depressed I had been because there was a lot happening in my life. Like this summer, I think I got 15,000 followers. I literally had 5,000 going into it when he left. So not only was I the person and as a business and all of that, but like, he wasn't there to like experience that with me for me to talk it through because he like always calms me down when I you know blow things out of proportion in my head so long distance I think is not difficult when you can communicate with the person now not being able to communicate with them that's something that's really difficult but if he lived on the east coast you know I would just be like okay I might not see you for three months but like I'm gonna make a trip out to New York to see you now and stay for like three days to a week and then like 
I'll go back home. And then another three months go by, you come visit me. And you have a lot of free time to focus on yourself and work on that. But like, you also know that you have that person and they're going to keep you in line because, you know, if you have a boyfriend, you're more than likely not going to like go out to the bars and try to meet other guys. Like, why would you do that if you have your own person? So I definitely, I, I like the long distance in a sense, obviously now I'm over it because it's been like last year, he was also on another six month deployment in the Middle East. And it was like, that was difficult, but also real quick, just to tap this on there. I would not have started my active war brand if he, if it wasn't, if he wasn't gone, like he's a distraction at all, but by him being gone and us talking every day last year, it like motivated me to like actually put my time to use and he was like, I believe in you. I think you could do this. Keep pushing and blah, blah, blah. And if he were here, I think I just would have been like, I'm doing the nine to five corporate job and I'm going to spend every other moment with you while I can. Yeah. So, it kind of forces you to pick up more hobbies because you're like, I need to fill this time up. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, <laughs> I have I have the fitness page. I have active where I got the app coming. I have all of that. And all of these things that have happened have been when he's gone. But it's not like he's not a distraction. Like. I just think it, it motivates me more to to tack on more things to my list so that when he does come back, I have everything under control and I know how to manage everything and a relationship that's in person. Okay. Well, I'm so happy we stemmed into that little relationship thing. It like was literally nothing I expected to talk about. And I then when you said you were dating someone in the military. I was like, okay, no, I'm intrigued. I have to know because that just gives me so much respect for you because it's amazing. Um, yeah, I think this was a really productive conversation. I'm really excited for people to hear about it. Do you want to shout out your socials on where people can find you? Sure. So my Instagram is Nikki Font underscore fitness, same as my TikTok. And then my activewear page is Nikki Font underscore activewear. So basically everything is just Nikki Font and my yeah. website is NikkiFont.com. If you guys want to check that out. Um, yeah, I will always answer any of my DMs. So if anyone has any questions for me, I'm always here for them as well. Yeah. And I'll link everything of hers in the description as well. Um, thank you so much for coming on. You were so amazing and informative. And I think that we just clicked so well. And I think that's why the conversation went all over the place. So thank you so much for coming on. It was so amazing to speak to you. 